0: Love Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series, the number one podcast for brain injury and concussion resources. I am Amy Zelmer, founder of Faces of TBI.com and your host. Today, I'm going to be talking with Sherrick Peck from Resimax about reconnecting the central nervous system. This episode is brought to you by Integrated Brain Centers. Located in Denver, Colorado, Doctors Shane Stedman and Perry Maynard are experts in functional neurology and treat complex concussion cases from around the country. With over 20 years of combined experience, they are leaders in helping patients who are suffering from post-concussion symptoms, including dizziness, vertigo, headaches, and more. For your free consultation, you can find them online at integratedbraincenters.com. Hello, I am Amy Zellmer, and you're listening to Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. Those of you who might not be familiar with who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I'm a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and the Goodman Project, and I'm author of Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal, available on Amazon. Additionally, I'm editor-in-chief of the Brain Health Magazine. Grab your free digital subscription at thebrainhealthmagazine.com. And I encourage everyone to save the date for March 6th. I am hosting a virtual Brain Injury Awareness Day event. You can register for free at facesoftbi.com slash event. You can also learn more about me and the podcast at facesoftbi.com. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And also, don't forget, join my Facebook group, Amy's TBI Tribe, to connect with other survivors, caregivers, and loved ones. Today, my guest is Sherrick Peck. And Sherrick has advanced degrees in physical therapy and counseling, and he has over 27 years' experience helping people eliminate pain from their lives. Sherrick experienced several disabling accidents, including a broken neck and back, a stroke, a dislocated shoulder, and years of chronic pain. Sherrick's wife also suffered from chronic neck pain, and out of these experience and an intense desire to help many others in pain, it drove him to figure out a natural solution. His research focused on resonance and its effect on the human nervous system. The Pain Tuner Pro is the result of over nine years of research and development. Their motto, tune out pain, tune into life. This massaging technique, combined with their patented pending resonance algorithms, provides gentle and effective healing frequencies for the central nervous system. Sherrick has seven children and a happy wife who would love to answer the phone if you have any questions. Welcome to the podcast, Sherrick. I'm so happy to have you here. It's always a pleasure to talk with you thank
1: you amy I'm really look I've been looking forward for a long time to sitting down and visiting with you some more,
0: yeah, so we originally met, gosh, I think it's been at least three years now. Time really flies, but I met you when I was speaking at the Utah Brain Injury Conference, and you took the time to show me your tuner and explain to me how it works. And over the last few years, I've really gotten to know you. And I just love listening to you share your story and how this all came to be and how you're helping other people um, with this amazing tool. So I think the best place to start would be just let's just share Your story, because you yourself are a brain injury survivor, and as as in the in the intro, your bio, you know, we talk about your chronic pain as well. So why don't you just share a little bit about your history with brain injury?
1: Sure, Amy. I uh, I suppose I had my first uh, experience trying to uh, recover from a traumatic experience um, at a very young age. I was two when uh, some kids were swinging me around in the neighborhood you know how kids do. Well, they let go and I landed in the gutter. My body was in the street, my head was on the sidewalk, and I spent the next several years of my life walking around with a kinked uh, neck. My head was always, tor. Uh, you know, they call it torticollis, but I was always torqued off to one side, and it was severely painful to try and uh, cut my hair or do anything there. Well years later um you know i became very very physically active i was wrestling i was running i was doing a lot of uh uh, high impact sports playing football and uh one one particular time between my junior and senior year of wrestling um i was at a tournament and i got caught in a really bad headlock at the end of the match and as the uh, fellow was torquing and torquing, trying to get my shoulders down to the mat to try and, and uh, be able to win, because I was way ahead point-wise, well, somewhere along the way, it ruptured a, uh, one of the four main arteries that goes to the brain. It was a vertebral artery. And it ruptured it right up at the uh, base of the cerebellum. So at the young age of 17, I got to experience learning how to walk again uh spending time in uh, between life light and hospitals and intensive care units and rehab units i got to learn all kinds of things about how to feed myself better and how to walk without falling and and um eventually i got to the point where physically i was doing pretty good but my brain didn't work very well and i spent the next several years trying to learn how to learn again um, eventually, oh, about four or five years after my stroke, I was uh, able to uh, qualify to go to physical therapy school and um, and graduated with a degree in physical therapy. And I love, just love trying to rehabilitate and help people after they've had accidents similar to mine, brain injuries mm-hmm. and other things. And I've had a couple of other um, uh Injuries along the way, several concussions, sports-related concussions. One time, uh, went off of a uh, bicycle. Uh, I guess I hit a hit a car head-on when I was on the bicycle end of that. Oh wow! And uh, smashed out their windshield. And you know, I've had a number of of experiences along the way that each time make it really hard for for the brain to get functioning well again. And uh, I have some resulting deficits that I still carry. You know now I'm well into my fifties and and uh these injuries they follow you around, but they also give you something to um help climb help you uh climb the mountains and and uh, learn things that you can do to continue moving mhm
0: and you know I think you're such a good example of what someone can do even after um such a terrible brain injury. And, you know, you went on to college, and then you went on to, to invent a product um, that is helping other people dealing with a similar situation. So I think it's such an inspiring story of what we can still do, it, it, you know. And, um, I, I, you know, I understand how in in the moment, in the acute stage of your injury, it's easy to get absorbed in the what I used to be able to do and I can't do now. But at some point we have to begin looking forward at, okay, what, what can I do now? Right. Cause you know, I think we're all blessed with gifts that can help move us forward and help others as well. So um, I just, I love your story and and the inspiration of it.
1: You know, Amy, I think that's one of the most important things that I found Yes, I went through severe, severe depression. I spent several years severely depressed, and, and you know, I had a very poor outlook on life. My friends all changed. My family relationships changed. You know, all kinds of things changed, and and it was a very difficult time. But somewhere along the way, I realized I could either be stuck here and thinking about all that I've lost or i can just keep moving forward and keep moving forward one step yeah. at a time and create a new future
0: you have to shift that attitude and i mean i know as well as anyone how hard it can be i you know for two and a half years i was in a very dark scary place and i didn't know what my future could hold um you know and and now here i am um several more years later and and doing this podcast and, you know, we have a new book coming out and, you know, just so many exciting things to help, help other people. And so, And, sharing and you what... know, Amy,
1: Amy, mm-hmm. you're not back to full functioning yet. You still deal with right. a lot of chronic pain, but mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest important message that, that we all need to share is that we can still move, por- move forward, even though we're not back to, where we were, we may never function at that same level again, but there's still so much that we can yes. do. Our brain is such a gift, and, and we can still get it to work and share and and find joy.
0: So, Sherrick, share with us a little bit about – so you, you went on to PT school, and – at what point did you start like making this connection with the central nervous system and vibration and resonance? Um, you know, when did this all kind of start coming together for you?
1: Well, you know, I spent years in the just general rehabilitation, almost 15 years of my practice was, uh, was working at least part-time in the pediatric arena and working with children and developing nervous systems and, and somewhere along the way, I just I felt like I really needed more help than I had uh, gained in school and all the classes I'd gone to. And I started studying um, from, from some of the, the practitioners that had figured out ways to help with the chronic pain. I figured, you know, if we can turn off that chronic pain button, they can get back to life. And mm-hmm. so a lot of my focus was on how do we stop the pain? You know, I was trying to figure out ways to help my wife. She couldn't turn her neck. She was having terrible pain for years. And and I kept trying to find ways to help her. And eventually I stumbled on some understanding of, of how the central nervous system works. I studied a man named John Iams and uh, his work that he developed in California looking at um, a lot of reflexive uh, actions in the nervous system to try and turn off pain responses. And I started to understand those, um, but I knew that people needed a way to simply apply techniques that would help them. And I I studied emotional freedom technique, I studied, I was starting to study uh, in the counseling uh, world, even went back to uh, get a master's degree in in counseling just so I could understand the brain and behaviors better. Um, Somewhere along the way, I woke up one night with this thought reverberating through my head. And the thought was this. Sherrick vibration has the potential to heal the human nervous system. And I knew I just needed to figure out what that statement meant I figured that that uh, that message to me at three o'clock one morning was was to help me direct my research, and so I started studying everything I could about vibration. I started um, looking everywhere to understand sound and harmonics and and uh, how helpful it could be, and also how harmful it could be if it was applied incorrectly. You see uh, a a jackhammer. Is a device that vibrates, but it's not very healing for the central nervous system
0: <laughs> no. and, and
1: and even a toothbrush oftentimes vibrates, but it's not quite the right kind of resonant frequency to get into the central nervous system and really help it out so I started looking at everything and and with my well my wife was very kind and let me purchase just dozens and dozens and dozens of things that vibrated so I could. Uh, pull them apart and look at them and try and understand how it would affect the human central nervous system. And somewhere along the way, I realized there are a lot of great vibration devices out there, but there are none that I could find that did exactly what I felt like it needed to do to help the brain. And our very first patent we were awarded was awarded for developing a device that distributed vibrational frequencies exactly it's it's like a splitter device the little tongs that we use on our tuner um, actually takes the exact forces and applies them to both sides of the brain and midline at the same time so that the brain can receive a calibration you see it, it makes it difficult if one side vibrates stronger than another which is what happens with so many devices and um and so we started being able to see the effect of very carefully calibrated vibrational frequencies on the central nervous system. And the effect was astounding. We started seeing migraine headaches turn off in minutes when we would apply it to certain points, like up around the eyes or under the jaw. And and as we watch this phenomenon of applying vibration to thousands of individuals we started to uh, gain a, a better understanding of how the central nervous system worked with vibrational frequencies i guess that was the coolest thing that we came to understand you see the vagus nerve that's you know yes. the driver for healing and recovery in the in the nervous system it has a branch of that nerve that all it does is vibrates. You and I are using it right now. It's our vocal cords. It's a direct branch of the same nerve that, that keeps your heart ticking and keeps you breathing and keeps you producing serotonin and all the other cool chemicals that the, the brain uses to help you heal. All of that is driven by the vagus nerve, and it just so happens it has a branch that vibrates we created a tool that that helps give that vagus nerve a point to tune to a point to help it tune out of the chronic pain and and tune back into a higher level of functioning it's 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 brilliant but i don't mm-hmm. think i was necessarily the author of it i just mm-hmm. found ways to um to tap back into natural frequency levels that are that are found in nature
0: you know and and often anyone listening who has um possibly been to a functional neurology clinic um you've probably done some form of vagus nerve stimulation, whether it was possibly humming or gargling um I'm trying to think uh they use an some doctors will use an e-stim machine with you um you know there's all these different ways to stimulate the vagus nerve. And your tool is just such a gentle, easy way to do it. You know, you can use it on your neck. You can actually put it in your mouth, which is one of my favorite ways to use it. And um, use it on your TMJ. And um, I've been using it on my heart and my clavicles and um you had actually put it on, you strapped it onto my leg and had me walk around with it for about 15 minutes. Um, Cause my left leg was a bit of a problem um, before I, I had the correct treatment. Um, I, it wasn't getting the proper signals. Right. So my left leg kind of didn't know where it was in space. And you put that on me for like 15 minutes and I was like, I feel really grounded and like I was walking really well because that was my left leg was part of my gait problem. Um, so it's just, it's so fascinating how much of, well, all of our body, you know, is affected by the central nervous system, but just, you know, how much you can change things just by simply using vibration.
1: Yes and and really the um the focus of our discussion today is is reconnecting the central nervous system. That's I think I need to take a few minutes and help help people understand how it is that yeah, they can absolutely. do that. And and you just described it so well, Amy. You felt what it felt like to have your central nervous system reconnected. And and I love doing that with functional activities, you know, normal things like walking or standing doing the dishes, and, and having those resonant frequencies help reprogram the central nervous system. So the way that we have found that does the very, very best to help people, and, and the reason that we put those little wings to the side of our device, if anybody's seen our uh, Tuner Pro... Um, It has these wings, these curved wings, and we call them muscle relievers because we've got to have some kind of a name for them. But uh, (laughs) in essence, they're fascia wings. And these wings, you can start at the toes and work all the way up the leg and start at the fingertips and work all the way up the arm and turn on the vibration, which takes a lot of the discomfort away from scraping yourself from head to toe. But this scraping sensation, combined with our proprietary vibrational levels and you humming if you can uh, engage all of that at the same time, helps your vagus system and your brain, your cerebellum and all the parts of your brain get this calibration message that is fascinating to see what it's doing. We're seeing uh, individuals start using start speaking more if uh, if they've been if they haven't been able to uh speak very well they're starting to communicate better or they're starting to be able to um take steps when they've only been able to to just stand and we're we're seeing the reconnection of the central nervous system from the toes or the tips of the peripheral nervous system all the way in to the brain because of the stimulus that we're sending up through that nervous system is fascinating to see how it's changing people's um, peripheral neuropathy it's changing um, their sensory processing disorder it's it's changing the way they interact with the world and I think your statement said it so well it felt like your feet were reconnected with the ground and and feel like you're back together a little bit better that's uh that's one of the best things that we're seeing lately from
0: uh, from using our tool. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we should talk just a little bit about the central nervous system. Um, you know, what is the central nervous system? You know, we've talked about the vagus nerve, but the central nervous system is so much more than just one, one nerve. Um, so maybe give us a little bit, you know of a broader view of what the central nervous system is and what it does,:
1: well, most importantly it's it's talking about your command and control center, you know it's your higher level functioning and thought processes, the both sides of your uh, of your cerebellum or your cerebrum, the top of the brain, and the cerebellum, which is more of that lower ancient part of the brain, but they have to communicate together. To allow you to reach up and scratch the very top of your head, um, you know it takes the the communication, constant communication, and input from all parts of the uh, of the the toes, the feet, the legs, the knees. You know all of that is sending information up to the brain, and it's processing it. Well, the central nervous system consists of the spinal cord, and the brain and all of its structures. And then the peripheral nervous system is everything that's outside of those that goes clear out to the tips of the toes and tips of the fingers. And the central nervous system is really the command and control driver for everything, but it does so based on all the input that it gets. So if a person has a head injury, it dislodges the communication, the telephone wires are down. And Mm -hmm. so we have a hard time recognizing where a part of us is in space. For me, for years, and I still have some issues with this, the left side of my body was paralyzed for a time. And I still have issues where the temperatures are different on the left side of my body compared to the right side. These are some deep brain functions that have never changed, you know, 30 plus years later. But those are functions of the central nervous system and working with the peripheral nervous system and all of the input. So really, uh, you know, the device that we created is meant to help the central nervous system communicate better with the peripheral nervous system. And get all lobes and levels of the brain back on track so that it can can uh, receive the the input of what's happening in the world and what do we need to do to be able to to affect our lives and and those around us what actions do we need to take you know all of that is is uh, happens in the central nervous system mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and you know one thing you didn't necessarily touch on was um our parasympathetic and our sympathetic nervous systems. Um, So the fight or flight or the rest and digest. And um, I feel that your tool also helps us calm down um, the the fight or flight reflex, right? Um, That a lot of us are stuck in after brain injury. Um, And it just really helps that
1: down. Yeah, you know, um, we know that after a brain injury, people are stuck in in two of the states of the nervous system. There's actually another state that um, there's the fight or flight, which is, you know, what what many of us run on after a brain injury. There's the parasympathetic calm and restore, which, which is where we'd like to be at least part of the time so that we can recover from all that's thrown at us in life. And there's also a freeze state where fear and, and all kinds of things just, we get stuck. And a lot of us after uh, head injuries, after brain injuries, we spend a lot of time in that freeze state and in the fight or flight mode. And the, mm-hmm. the chemicals of the nervous system that are heavily predominant during fight or flight are, are adrenaline, epinephrine, um, cortisol, chemicals that are designed to help keep us alive in the event that that we're under attack. But the problem after a brain injury is is those chemicals oftentimes are on stuck mode. They don't, you know, the central nervous system doesn't remember how to get back into calm, rest, and digest. And so that is one of the most important things that we uh, teach the central nervous system and every every uh, part of a person is to get back into that calm, resting state where healing can take place. It's hard to heal when we're trying to run away from a tsunami. It, it, the body's just not designed to do that. It shuts off all the healing response and tries to get you out of there. Well, we've got to uh, get us back to a healing state occasionally or we can't recover from the hard things we've been through
0: Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and yeah yeah, i just i i just love your tuner um i i just i can't say enough about it i've just been so impressed with it it's you know it's totally non-invasive it's very gentle that that's one thing i i i meant to mention before um sometimes vibration on our head or our neck or our face um, even without a brain injury, some people can't tolerate vibration, right? Like it yeah. it makes yeah. your eyeballs feel like they're bouncing around in your head. Um, but your device has different levels and it's just it's a different resonance, as you have, you know, said it's not a jackhammer, it's not a toothbrush. Um and so it it, it is, it's just it's calming. I just I I can't explain it any other way. It's just very calming to use the tuner and it's actually a fairly affordable, um, product, you know, a lot, like I said, a lot of Funk Neuros also use your, um, pain, pain tuner pro, but it's also like I own one, right? Like it's, it's, it's an attainable product that many of us, not all of us, but many of us could afford to have at home, and um, I believe you also have a discount code. Is that correct?
1: I do. You use the uh, discount code TBI um, for twenty percent off of our device, um, and and we love to share that and help people with that. Um, we just, you know, we'll do anything we can to help people like mm-hmm. us that have been through it. You know, I do hear all the time, people say, well, why can't you sell it for less? And I'm like, well, maybe if I could pay off the loans that I took out to create it, you know, I could (laughs) uh, find a way to do that. But it pumped millions of dollars into figuring out how to make that exact kind of resonance that you described, because it had to be exact. It was kind of a hard thing to get an engineer to understand that, because I kept saying, create this for me. And they would bring it back, and I'd say, "No, it doesn't feel right." They say, "Well, what does that mean? What what is right?" And I say, "Well, it's just something that I will know when I feel it." And it it took years of practicing until we could get those uh, frequencies and and uh, patterns and things right. But it feels right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so if anyone is interested in learning more, your website is com, and I do have a link in the show notes, so anyone listening, um, you can just go directly into the show notes and click through, um, but Sherrick, it has been a pleasure, as always, having you here today, and I would just love to wrap up by asking, you know, your, your final thoughts for our listeners today. Anyone listening, who is still struggling and dealing with chronic pain and brain injury because they often go hand in hand. Um, what are your final thoughts for our listeners today?
1: I think the most important thing that I can do to help people is to help them have hope. If they can have hope, then they can keep moving forward one step at a time. Without hope, it makes it really difficult. And I I think that's one of the best things that our device does. And, and I'll tell you all of the ways that I know of that can help you before you need our device. Just send me an email. But um, but our device is just designed so carefully to be able to help people keep moving forward and not get stuck. Mm-hmm. And it teaches them to start breathing again and start being able to look outside of their little cocoon and uh and start looking at life in a in a much better way. I love how it helps people and I love love helping people all over the world. I was just on a call with a person in Ireland and and, and it's not uncommon to have calls with people all over the world and I love how this little device is helping so many people all over the world. And thank you, Amy, for letting me share my story and, and, uh, my
0: passion to help people. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're very welcome. And yes, you definitely have a passion and it's a very genuine passion. You are here to help other people. And, you know, as you mentioned, um, you don't feel that you were the the author of your product. You know, it came from a higher, a higher source that just downloaded it to you. So, um. yeah, I, I really appreciate you being here, uh-huh. and I appreciate having you in the TBI community. You're definitely a huge asset to helping helping us just moving forward, so thank you for being here today.
1: Thank you. You have a great day.
0: Thank you. You too, and thank you, everyone, for listening. I really hoped um, that you enjoyed today's episode with Sherrick, and again, just a reminder that His um, uh, website is in the show notes, so you can click directly through to visit resimax.com. And you can use code TBI for a 20% discount if you do decide to purchase a PainTuner Pro. And just another big thank you to our podcast sponsor, Integrated Brain Centers. You can get your free consultation online at integratedbraincenters.com. And you can always find previous episodes on most streaming platforms, such as iTunes, or directly at facesoftbi.com. And just remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. And another reminder to join Amy's TBI tribe on Facebook, and also to register for our March 16th Awareness Day event at facesoftbi.com slash Thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of my journey. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you in the next episode.